Horror Court Trash Over, the show that discusses all the masterpieces of trash pieces of genre cinema. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. And today we have a very, very special guest uh, with us. We have someone who is a musician, an artist, a killer, ba- a killer Barbie super fan. Killer Babies! Killer Babies! Oh, my God! I'm so sorry, I fucked up your introduction. Killer Barbie super fan, trash film expert, found footage film expert, and my really good friend who kick-started my obsession with trash for pieces, we have Xander. Hello. Hello. That, that's a hell of an introduction. I, I don't know. The, the killing babies, you know. <laughs> I, I, just, I just want to throw that out there, but I haven't killed any babies. Um, have you killed an aquanoid baby, though? Because that's uh, Always. Always. <laughs> that's how, it's how I start my morning. I just pour the guts into a cup and I'm off. <laughs> so today we're talking about a film that is very close to my heart. I'm sure very close to Xander's heart as well. <laughs> yes. Um, Back in uh, 2009, 2010 time, uh, we used to have uh, beer, beer, pizza and trashy film nights. This is where I was first introduced to trashy films and, of course, Vampire Killer Barbies. And uh, this was one of the films that we watched. But I, I recall being so drunk that I was just in and out of sleep throughout the whole thing. And I just felt like it was all one really weird illusion. I felt like it couldn't have been real. It was too too bad to be real. But <laughs> having uh, analysed it and rewatched it, it's it's certainly real. It's Chris, certainly what real. do you think? <laughs> fucking dire. <laughs> absolutely abysmal. And I, I don't even think alcohol could have saved it. I, I'm sorry. I know you, I know you're fans of the film. But my <laughs> God. I'm so Jesus. sorry, Chris. I can't apologise <laughs> enough for it's putting like you through this. First few hours of my life, you <laughs> owe me, Xander. Actually, um, awful shit that Gary's put on and said, "Oh, me and Xander used to love this film. Oh, it's great." And I'm like, oh, um, Louise. Would you be impressed to know that our band, uh, Guns and Navarone, had an album named after uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night Two? It was called Garbage Day. Garbage day. What else? Exactly. Could it be called eyebrows? Could have been eyebrows. Yeah, those were the days. Those were the days. We watched watched a lot of shit. (laughs) And hard, hardcore. The one uh, Poundland special uh, horror films were just like, like shit gold. You know, you know, you know what you're in for when you've got like that sort of like Sega Mega Drive skull come up going. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> That's the thing. It was always, it was always hard gore films and super bad. There was nothing else. <laughs> no, there was no in between. <laughs> but yes, today we are talking about Aquanoids from 2003, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Reinhard Rayteam Peshk. Uh, this is the only film he directed, but he worked on the camera and electrical department for The Cable Guy, uh, Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny, Natural Born Killers, The Usual Suspects, and a few more. Um, there's a reason why this is his only you film. you think he would have fucking learned something. <laughs> <laughs> the camera work in this film is bizarre. It's absolutely it, bizarre. Yeah, it's an absolutely bad I, the, the filters used... <laughs> To show that it's under underwater, just truly a masterstroke. Oh, I know. It, it, it's insane. I, I'm not sure the budget or how much it made. I'll tell you the budget. $10.50. <laughs> that's, that's kind. And it made and it made two quid because you both bought a book. <laughs> For me, it's under. <laughs> yeah. We... 
Uh, also released on the Hardcore label, um, other Gary and Xander classics such as Nutbag, Ankle Biters, Vampire oh. Killer Barbies, At Dawn They Sleep, Hallinger, Nightmares Come at Night, obviously. <laughs> and <laughs> you you now, wow. <laughs> what a revelation. <laughs> yeah, we need to cover that film, we own that. <laughs> Is it Jess Franco? I think it's Jess Franco. Oh, don't, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, before we move on to Aquanoids, Xander, what's your thoughts on Killer Barbies versus Dracula? We covered that last week. I actually listened to the podcast. Um, it's, 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 I think you nailed it on the head when you said it's, it's very Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, it was so, it was different. It was so, it was very, very campy. And I, I kind of love it for it in a way, um, but it is terrible. It is. It's a terrible film, but I think it's. I love it for it. Like, yeah. If I, like I think it's one of those. If I want to watch a great film, like that'll move me. I'll watch a great movie that will fill me. If I want to piss myself laughing, I'm gonna go see. You know, that vampire who totally looks like that guy from Bar- um, Aqua. <laughs> he does. Oh, he does. I yeah. <laughs> And when he's doing like that, when he's like moving his head and he's like and yeah. that weird wee noise in the background, um, I just keep imagining like Barbie, like like Barbie girl playing in the background, and he's just like nodding his head, and he's like, he's, that's that's what it is for me. <laughs> you also pointed out that the guy um, when we were speaking on Instagram that the guy they do the duet with um, Bela, the one we thought was their manager, it looks like a budget Bono, and he absolutely does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he really really does, and he's it's just it's, it's and it's the wispy moustache which just sort of like covers the top of his lip, that just screams sort of like kind of lounge singer. I was just like, oh, dude, it's never a good look. Oh, really <laughs> well, what a masterpiece! But um, yeah, back to Aqua Noise. I haven't got any trivia um like I normally would, but I do have some reviews um, that I'd like to read out. One of which is on the DVD cover. Uh, it's uh, from an anonymous source. I don't know who said it. Uh, it's a five out of five. Wow, monsters and naked babes. <laughs> I, I love it, the fact. I love the fact that there's like no reference at all. Who's given that review? <laughs> like it could have just been like the guy who wrote it. It was just like I can't get a review for this. Like, no. Just put. I'll just write something down. We don't have to say who's actually said it. <laughs> That's what we do with the podcast. <laughs> and then um, a more honest review is John Condit of, of Dread Central, who rated the film 1.5 out of 5 stars. That's, that's generous, isn't it? Sort of over exaggeration. And, uh, <laughs> and said, in the end, Aquanoids only has two things going for it. The first is the obvious enthusiasm of the cast. He's got a point. The second is a gorgeous young starlet in skimpy outfits. Neither one makes it worth going out of your way to see, although the second one does come pretty close. <laughs> is is that a compliment to the actress? <laughs> <laughs> you look great, but not great enough to watch the film. That's pretty much how you criticise <laughs> actresses in every episode. Oh, beautiful actress, can't act for shit. <laughs> But no one's looks can save this film. No. <laughs> so, um, what, not even the cool Clint Jefferson? Oh, God. <laughs> the guy um, the guy that was always with the mayor, like, for the entire time. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you notice the fact 
the fact that he looked like kind of like the love child of like Steve Buscemi and um, who was it? He's it, like kind of like oh, a Poundland Steve Buscemi that had like the eyes. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> so getting into the film on a small island off the California coast is the 4th of July and tourists are washing up dead. Mysterious sea creatures called oh, no. <laughs> mysterious sea creatures called aquanoids are responsible. So we start with underwater shots of a cheap-looking 3D-style title card. That's it. The, did you did you check out the uh, the 1987 dude in Hush Puppies who was on the beach? I, I did. So it's 1987. There's a, a couple making out. Now the couple were very difficult to see. They, they clearly didn't have the money for lighting. Um, the opening credits are coming up at the same time, and they're transparent, but I don't know if that's on purpose. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's two things that I really fucking hate about films. It's when it's so dark you can't see anything. Yeah. And unnecessary slow-mo. So <laughs> the fact that the first scene of this film is complete darkness, you, you lost me. You lost me from the get-go. Like, no, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. But then you introduced that really cool guy with binoculars. <laughs> who, who 100% looks like he shattered himself. He like, well, watching I, him. He's I, like, I, I didn't know if he was crying or passing a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he looks throughout the entire that film. Is, and it, it is. It's, it's consistent. <laughs> Given that. Yeah. <laughs> If you're going to be shit, at least be shit throughout the whole of the film. <laughs> so the tits are out already. Um, yeah. And uh, they're the underwater yeah, for us. But they're pretty much the only thing you can see. Yeah. You can't yeah. see anything else. <laughs> <laughs> and the filter on the camera lens at this point looks like it's falling down. There's a massive gap at the top of the screen. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> they're attacked by fuck knows what underwater. Um, we're led to believe it's the acronoids and the guy with binoculars is now sweating and pulling stupid faces. That's a surprise. Yeah. I, I would have loved it if they just like put like a fart noise in the background when <laughs> he just pulls that face. Just like, oh god. <laughs> That's definitely what was going on there. Yeah, brown alert. <laughs> it's now 16 years later and two fantastic actors. Uh, one of which looks like a budget version of Sylvia's Superstar, and that's our hero, uh, Vanessa. It is, yes. Uh, wake up in bed with each other, and they rush out for the parade. Yeah, they do. So he starts with, happy 4th of July. She doesn't say anything at all. You, no. You like to believe they've had some sort of fucking argument or something. That's never <laughs> dealt with in the film. She's just like, we're going to be late for the parade. <laughs> Oh, okay. 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 I, I want to know the the brand of her lip gloss because she wakes up with this like <laughs> shimmering, super nice <laughs> lip gloss, and I'm just like, wow! Like she just slept and she's obviously had a whale of a time with this with this guy, and her lip gloss absolutely immaculate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she never looks any different throughout the entire film. Her makeup, everything, just stays the same, even when she's been underwater. Even when she's been underwater. <laughs> She's never wet either. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I assume you mean from a going into water. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes. I don't Just mean to put in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, she, what she was flooding the basement over was this parade. Uh, they were both really impressed by that, weren't they? Well, she was quite 
she was quite ready to go to the parade. Oh, yeah, yeah. She saw it for about five seconds from her doorstep and then just like, oh, I've got to go to work now. This parade was clearly just stock footage of some random parade somewhere else in the world. And there's a random toot of a horn, but it's just yeah. one toot of a horn. It just sounds like a random fart was left in there. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously they've got this footage and it's just about to start some sort of trumpet solo, but they've cut it just to get... <laughs> <laughs> it really just sounds like a fucking fart. The trumpet player's been, like, practising this entire time, just, like, one note. Just, like, fucking nailed it. <laughs> I think he was meant to play it during the start of the film when uh, Jackson was shouting and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super delayed. <laughs> Uh, Vanessa has to go off to work now and uh, the guy she's with is like, all right, my little environmentalist, go and save the world. And she's like, all right, have a nice day, officer. Very <laughs> condescending. <laughs> um, what, what, really, what really bothered me is the fact that everyone just like got out of bed and just threw some clothes on. Yeah. It's like, no, no one washes. Okay, like, <laughs> cool. Personal hygiene, no. All right, no worries about it. Go about your business, officer. Smelly bastard. <laughs> it's true I mean at, at no point there's a lot of going in and out of the water in this film and being attacked by things and whatever at no point does, do any of them ever take time for personal hygiene <laughs> it worries yeah, the entire no. film what this film's missing deodorant <laughs> <laughs> we get some Jaws rip-off music as uh, Vanessa does environmentalist stuff underwater Yes, it's just, she's snorkeling, isn't she? Yeah. I'm not a, an expert, but she's snorkeling and um, collecting samples of tinfoil. washed <laughs> 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 up tinfoil. Yeah, this is where we get our first look at shorts, mind you. Just... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah they'd be a, heavy. Essential they? swimming gear. When you got out of the water, they would be heavy. She didn't walk any different. No. <laughs> she walked like So, this is where we get our first look at the, the aquanoids. And, Xander, what would you describe um, the look of the aquanoid as? Kind of like. If you rolled around in paper mache and then just covered yourself in like kind of green poster paint, <laughs> threw in some kelp on your face, that that's kind of that's kind of the look they're going for. That's that pretty much sums it up. What have you got? Uh, well, I just I thought it looked like they were going for the rabbit from Donnie Darko. <laughs> like the face wise, it reminded me. You did, did you watch Power Rangers? Yeah. It looked like one of the bad guys from Power Rangers, but like the tipexed, <laughs> like parts. Oh my god, like Ivan Ooze. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like they tipexed instead of actually trying to create something. <laughs> shit. Shit is what it looked like. I'm sure <laughs> our listeners now have the weirdest image in their minds. <laughs> Um, the Aquanoid spots her and chases her as the uh, Pokemon Gold soundtrack plays. And um, she escapes on a jet ski and quickly swaps to a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> the, the scenes with the scooters in this film are just amazing. I, 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 kind of, I kind of wanted a scooter and I didn't know whether or not the scooter was kind of producing this weird sort of theremin improv <laughs> jazz that was going on. Was it <laughs> emanating from them or was it like 
It's true. It did appear every time they're on a scooter. I, I felt like they were going for maybe a Laura Croft style character, like an environmentalist, but beautiful and always sort of kind of scantily clad, but they couldn't afford like proper, like a car or anything like, or a motorbike. So she was stuck with a fucking scooter throughout the whole film. So what you're telling me is she should have just locked the Aquanoid in the freezer and then that would have uh, solved all the problems yes. just like yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah. thank you for that 30 year old reference <laughs> <laughs> so um she tells uh her boy now i got confused because all the security guards and cops look the exact same in this film so i've got that in my notes so she tells her boyfriend but i'm not sure if it was i don't know who this one was it was some random cop um, that never appeared again. Oh, really? Cause he yeah. looks exactly the same as every other one. Exactly. Yeah. Every. Do you know oh. what? Sometimes they say in horror films, all the women look the same. In this one, it was all the men look the same. It yeah. could have been the same actor playing every part. It, potentially. <laughs> potentially it was. Um, yeah, she tells him she saw an aquanoid and he needs to close the beaches now. Uh, someone's listening in, though, isn't he? And he says, uh, get your sweet ass down here now. We're going to win an Emmy for this one. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a really cool camera guy with a really bucket hat. Really cool dude in a bucket hat. I don't think anyone wearing a bucket hat has won an Emmy. Just, <laughs> just <say> no. <laughs> um, the mayor doesn't like the idea of closing the beaches, does he? No, no he doesn't. <laughs> Sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> He's totally the mayor from Jaws. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It took you a while, Chris. Why did that take so long? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa tells him the are back, and it's the summer of 87 all over again. And Clint Jefferson, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Steve Buscemi uh, type, is there. And uh, Chris Walken and Steve Buscemi's love child. <laughs> and he, he says, perhaps you ought to listen to the young lady there, Frank. And she says, don't patronise me, cretan. <laughs> she then shouts at Frank and Clint Jefferson about ruining the area with a shopping centre and storms off. I thought she said dumping mercury as well. Yeah, she threw something on the desk. Yeah, so I don't know what part of building a shopping mall includes mercury. Um, but <laughs> it wasn't Nothing but thermometers. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little note here. Uh, the soundtrack is so loud, I have no idea what they are actually saying. <laughs> so it could have been Mercury, could have been something else. I've got no idea. Yeah, what I did hear, though, was Frank saying, all we have here is an hysterical female who saw a large fish. No need to worry, guys. <laughs> yeah. Also, can we yeah. just point out about the mayor's piss yellow suit? Oh. <laughs> because that was a bold look. Yeah. Yeah. Some choices were made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ran with them. <laughs> Clint Jefferson warns Frank that they have 250,000 tourists visiting this summer, and if they get killed, he can kiss the shopping centre goodbye. But he also <laughs> thinks that they should keep an eye on their little Erin Brockovich. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the reference for a uh, low-budget horror film. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't get, so at this point, uh, he says, they, I assumed he meant they wanted to get the shopping mall open for the summer, for the tourists. Yes. Yeah. But later on in the film, they say, no, it's the year the after, 2004. autumn 2004. 
Because I yeah. did think, I was like, well, you're trying to open it for the summer. It's July the 4th. Yeah. You know, you're kind of a bit late now. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh... oh, no, I've just skipped a bit of my notes. So I was going to say, there's a really cool guy in this next scene, isn't there? Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how much of a bro is this guy surfing? Yeah. <laughs> like spiky hair, both nipples pierced, tribal tattoos, showing off his killer bod on a surfboard. Mm. I mean, that's ten out of ten, bro, right there. Yeah. I, I wish he lasted longer. I actually had to wind back that part because it, I thought he'd put an aubergine. In his in, in his like shorts, and I was like, "Oh, it's a radio." And uh, then I was like, "Hang on a second, no." And I wound back, and I, I still, still, even after watching it twice, I can't tell if it's a radio or an aubergine. Oh, don't and worry, complete I know with, exactly what it is. Right, is it, did you notice the sort of sublime sun tattoo? Yeah, <laughs> bleached hips. Yeah, he he was definitely uh, Smash Mouth's biggest fan. At that yeah. time, he um, <laughs> he swears all the album tracks are better than All Star. all of them in one man. He is <laughs> Sugar Ray. That's what he was uh, serving, <laughs> serving some Sugar Ray. Um, yeah. So this weird device, as Anna mentioned, is in fact a landline phone with a bit of green plastic on top of it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I'm glad that's been cleared up. Thank you. I can see the It's the first of two landline phones we see in this film. Uh, I'm assuming it's the same one. You said. No, the second one's a black phone. This is silver. Oh, wow. Yeah. Come on, budget. <laughs> that's where the budget went. That's where two landline phones. So he goes surfing and he calls his girlfriend on his landline phone. And uh, he says, hey, babe, it's me. Guess where I'm at? And she's like, the beach? And he's like, how did you know that? She like, doesn't take a genius, genius. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, Thanks. yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that to, that fil- uh, to the film. Yeah, that, that <laughs> captivating conversation. Um, <laughs> and then he, get, he, he finishes the call and he's a bit annoyed because there's no waves. Like, Where are the fucking waves? Uh, and then he gets attacked by an aquanoid. Nine one one on his landline phone and tells them it's a shark. Yeah, because sharks have hands. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, right next to him, you can see this hand coming out with claws. It's like, yeah. oh shit! Uh, and then we know he's dead because his landline phone washes up on the beach after he's killed. <laughs> These objects really, considering there was no waves for him to surf. That landline really travels in a short space of time. (laughs) What I also don't understand is the fear that all the tourists will be scared off from the beach uh, if it's revealed there's any aquanoids. It's quite a big beach, and this is the only dude on there. Yeah. (laughs) No one saw any of this. Yeah. He's the only one. I mean, I think the tourists just aren't there to be scared (laughs) off. 250,000 tourists, we only see, what, like, maximum, with the kids on the beach, like, 15 people? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. other than that, all the beaches are completely empty. (laughs) They refer to it as an island, though. Like, who the hell's going out, like, in the middle of this island on the 4th of July? Just... Oh, better go check out that shopping mall across across the sea. Or I can my car go down the road. Yeah, it'd be like us going to the Isle of Wight to go to a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like the Jurassic Park. You've got to get like a helicopter out there just to go <laughs> visit a few shopping outlets. <laughs> oh, I bet pop to Claire's accessories whilst I'm at Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's <laughs> better no expense. <laughs> so Vanessa visits Claire's accessories. Half the listeners have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, for any of our outside of the UK listeners, um, do you know, I think we've spoke about Claire's accessories before on the podcast. Have we? I remember you explaining it. Did I? Yeah. I don't know why we were discussing it. No, Scarlett Johansson was outside of one in, um, what was Under that? the Skin. Under the but Skin. We didn't discuss Under the Skin, did we? No. Oh, it might have been the best of the month. Oh, okay. So, Sander, what's your thoughts on Claire's accessories? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's not to love? Useless tat that's overpriced. And if you're lucky, you can get your ears pierced in front of a mirror so everyone can watch that. <laughs> True. Hey, everyone, check this out. I just realised it was the the uh, the shit that danced oh. to the Friday the Thirteenth Part Three theme. Yeah, so yeah, we did a Friday the Thirteenth Part Three episode, and there was when we went to Claire's accessories, there was a dancing shit in there, like the shit emoji, and it yeah. played the Friday the Thirteenth Free disco theme song. <laughs> Why? <laughs> and it did a little dance, like to the side and then back again <laughs> and then to the side. Okay, Chris, that's the third episode in a row where you've done a dance on the podcast. I mean, Xander could see you this time. But... It was beautiful. <laughs> <I'm> the... <laughs> so... Even they can't see all the death drops I do at the end. No, So, Vanessa... Vanessa Vanilla Rice goes to... Oh, yeah. Um, Xander is responsible for our um, Call Us Ice episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> You owe me so much time. Don't tell him that. He's, he's going to hate me. He's just like, hours. Oh, hours of my life. That changed yeah. my life. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is probably the biggest tangent we've been on in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so what can we talk about again? <laughs> I don't mind, actually. Can we just, just stop now and just be like... <laughs> so back to Adrenoids. Vanessa visits Binoculars Jackson at Claire's... Ex- I mean, at a bar... Uh, and then tells him she saw an aquanoid. And there's some really top banter lads at the bar, aren't there? There are. So uh, Jackson's quite a fortunate guy, um, even though he uh, he witnessed killings 16 years before, yeah. Yeah. Um, shat himself or, or whatever he did at the time. <laughs> the, the stress of the moment hasn't got to him because he hasn't aged in 16 no. years. So. <laughs> Hasn't still looks just as young as he did in 1987. So, kudos to him. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but the poor guy can't catch a break. He's just trying to enjoy a nice, quiet drink. And this lad at the bar is like, "Hey, Jackson, how much you pay for a dead aquanoid?" <laughs> Ten <laughs> grand. Ten grand. <laughs> See, the banter lad and his old man think it's hilarious, even though Jackson gave him a serious answer, paying ten a massive space grand. Also, where's he getting ten grand from? <laughs> yeah. Have you look, seen his house? He don't look like he's got ten grand to spare. The, the mayor <laughs> seems to just basically bribe everyone with like a hundred dollars. Like <laughs> any anyone will do anything in that, in that on that island for a hundred dollars. <laughs> we'll find that out. Uh, we later on with yeah. like, bribes. Hundred dollars to cover it? No problem. Lord, <laughs> uh, Vanessa doesn't know what to do. 
Um, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, can we just go back ever so slightly? Yeah. I just uh, put a little star next to this and said, uh, Jackson's acting is horrific. <laughs> True. <laughs> horrific. <laughs> yeah, because it still looks like he's shouting. Throughout the entire film is how he looks. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got permanent diarrhea. This is why like... <laughs> Poor guy, he's totally incontinent. <laughs> Well, it, it gives Vanessa some advice. He says, don't do a goddamn thing unless you want to call crazy for the next ten, 20 years. Oh, well, where's that potential yeah. come from? <laughs> <laughs> he strokes her hair and tells her how much he loved her mother before telling her to go home. I'm sorry to interrupt again, but um, isn't this the quietest bar ever on oh, July yeah. the 4th? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, so quiet. <laughs> Also, he's got like about like a five litre bottle of whiskey on, <laughs> on the bar. I was like, seriously, how much does that cost you? It's so, I, it's so weird that Americans do that. You can just, in it, I, I've only seen it happen in films. I'm assuming it happens in real life as well, where you can just give money and buy the bottle and just like pour your own. Imagine if that happened in the UK. Didn't you do that at my Christmas party? There'd be party corpses there. across the street. Oh, you can see that thing at my Christmas party. I bought a bottle of wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a bottle of whiskey. No, it wasn't a bottle of whiskey. whiskey. No, it wasn't. It was a bottle of wine. I may have drank from the bottle, but I was saving on the washing up. Yeah. <laughs> like poor, it always tastes better from the bottle. Don't ask me why. <laughs> so, Jackson strokes Vanessa's hair. Uh, and tells her how much he loved her mother before telling her to go home, and she storms off. She storms off a lot in this film, doesn't she? She does. <clears throat> Can I ask a question now, because it will help later on? Um, Jackson, the, the killing that he witnessed in 87, yeah. was that Vanessa's mum? Yeah, it was. It was? Yeah. Okay. With a new fancy man. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I did understand, because it kind of looked like they were like kind of getting it on. And yeah. Yeah. And then, and then this guy's there, and he's he shot himself and watched her die, and he's just like, I've just seen, you know, the mother of my child, you know, fuck around, and you know, now she's dead, and I've shit myself. It's been a pretty bad day. Yeah. <laughs> and all he's done is just go around and gossip about it. There's nothing else. Yes, yeah. So Vanessa takes flowers to her mother's grave. Oh my god, her poor mum. It is the shittest grave. Yeah. If I ever died and you did this to me, I'd be fear. I would haunt you. Yeah, this is our series of events. <laughs> um, she takes flowers to her mother's grave, which is on a bunch of rocks next to the beach, for some reason. Yeah, the whole point of a grave isn't to put it where someone dies. <laughs> her mum's underneath it. <laughs> it's locked incredibly well because it was like two bits of balsa wood just basically <laughs> like, nailed into a cross on a beach with all this water. They were like a sharpie writing on it. So she she looks at the sea with anger before doing the Arthur hand. She does. She clenches that fist. And uh <laughs> And tells her dead mother she'll never let this happen to anyone else. <laughs> she already has. I mean, yeah, yeah it already has. <laughs> a bit late for that. Yeah. <laughs> you screwed that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Poor sublime the... tattoo guy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drag. <laughs> she, um, she goes to Christina's house where Christina, um, our second hero, 
is having sex with a guy whose name she doesn't quite know, does she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Vanessa barges in whilst they're in the middle of uh, getting it on. Um, um, she asks Christina to join her in uh, defeating the Aquanoids. <laughs> Christina's skeptical for about 20 seconds, and then she's like, okay, but can we bring Joe? Joe? And he's like, <laughs> then he's like, Jay, and then she's like, Jake. What's your fucking name? Joe J. Jake. Yeah. I also love the fact it's another cop. Like, all the, all the cops yeah. are just, like, the male fools, basically. They're just, like, you know, they'll fuck anything that moves. It's it's great. Like, every, yeah, every man in this film is um, some sort of big figure. Like, you, you have your cops, your security guards, the mayor, the mayor's assistant, whatever the fuck he's doing there. And then you've got um, Jackson, who's just a piece of shit. He owns a shitty house. Yeah. has an uncomfortable face throughout the entire film. He's, he's no one. Yeah. Everyone else is someone in this film. Um, but Joe J. Jake, he, he's uh, told he can go along as long as they can use him as bait. He grabs some weed from the table, um, which is on top of the lad's mag, and <laughs> lights, <laughs> lights a joint, and he says, fucking Joe. Joe's a fucking pussy. I'm the <laughs> Joe, and we never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed the fact that hippie music started playing yeah. when he picked up a joint. Yeah. Um, there was just a, a sitar being played. It was like the world's <laughs> biggest bag of weed. I mean, yeah. It was like literally the size of a man's torso. I'm just like... <laughs> but yeah, sadly, it was. I, I don't know what was in that weed, but it did something get to him because we never see him again. Um, <laughs> But then we get some more amazing scooter riding that looks like it's straight out of a Venga Boys music video. <laughs> yeah, this was giving me what's that Steps music video where they're going through like some Spanish town? They're <laughs> <laughs> wearing yellow uh, cowboy hats. Oh, um, love's got a hold of my heart. Love's got a hold of my heart. It was giving me that. I can now pitch that played over the top of this thing. It would have worked, wouldn't it? <laughs> um. <laughs> So we don't, we don't get a very fast montage of Christina and Vanessa getting their life jackets on. <laughs> and they go on the jet skis. Yeah. yeah. Anything to say about that? No, there's uh... nothing to say, is there? They just, they just <laughs> yes. get on their scooters and then they get on their jet skis and then they go snorkeling for a bit, don't they? Yeah. And uh, they find an aquanoid. <laughs> Vanessa. Take a picture about its consent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to ask uh, permission to record yeah. this. Um, she drops the camera, but apparently she doesn't. Like, um, <laughs> I, she very clearly drops the camera yeah. when she's surprised by an aquanoid. Um, Christina then struggles for a very, very, very fucking long time to get back on the jet ski because. This is a game of the floor is lava, and the moment <laughs> she gets on that jet ski, she's fine. Um, and she does so in time, and then they piss off. Yeah. The best thing I love about that is when they, they get back on the jet ski, they've obviously realised they've got it on the wrong way, so they flip, they mirror the entire <laughs> shot, because Yamaha now is written backwards <laughs> on the jet ski and it's they're not even they're not even trying it's just it's like they, they come up one end it's like oh shit we filmed this right i'll just mirror the shot no one in there <laughs> except the fact yamaha is now backwards <laughs> there's so many scenes like that that just quickly change like the bikini scene later on where 
one minute it's not there and then the next minute it's there. Oh god, yeah. Oh, shit editing, isn't it? <laughs> so been introduced to two guys on a speed bike. One of them's called Eric. I'm not sure what the other guy's name is. Oh god. God damn it, Eric. God damn it, Eric. <laughs> he says, get your gear on, just get in the water here and get the fuck out of here. The water's getting rough. I don't know how I understood this. I feel like the asteroids yeah. were It was really hard to understand. Okay. Coast yeah. Guard dude on a boat babbles incoherently about the water getting rough. Because all I, all I got was rough. And bat this all on the water if you see anything. Like, you can be able to tell any difference if you're underwater. <laughs> it was the, the greatest thing about the diver as well is that he had, like, a snorkel, but he also had, like, full breathing apparatus. Yeah. So, I mean... I'm not a diving expert, but I'm pretty sure that that, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I've got him down as scuba diving, but he wasn't actually scuba diving. No. He... <laughs> he tells him to kill that son of a bitch and make it a headshot for me. Eric! <laughs> the film is so inconsistent into as, as who believes in the aquanoid who doesn't believe in the aquanoids. So this surfer dude, by all accounts, his body hasn't washed <clears> up or anything. Um, so why is this Coast Guard and this Eric suddenly like, we're going to get the aquanoids? Well, it, why are they believing it? It yet? does show up. It shows up now. And the guy who's still on the boat is like, holy shit, it's the missing surfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had him down as a missing surfer. So, at what point did they suddenly decide, oh, it's definitely an aquanoid? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No evidence whatsoever. <laughs> no. Just, yeah, it's clearly a creature that lives underwater. Been asleep for 16 years as well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get into the fact that this is, there's been Most no obvious. cases in between 87 <laughs> and... 2003. It's the most obvious answer. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he pulls a surfer onto the boat um, whilst the guy in the water gets attacked by an acronoid. Um, Eric comes up from the water with his face torn off. That's what we get. God damn it, Eric! Yeah. Eric! God damn it, Eric! God Not it, another Eric. one! Yeah, God damn it, Eric! <laughs> just, just, I think it repeats it like three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's that Eric. Because I thought his name was Derek. Yeah. Unfortunately, he repeated Eric a few times after, and I stood corrected. I think Xander's line delivery just now had way more life in it oh, than the actual performance. <laughs> I just what I really loved about it all is the fact that he was, like, almost telling him off for getting his face ripped off. <laughs> together! I can't believe you just got your face ripped off! Amateur hour! Fuck's sake, Eric. I said make it a headshot. Not your head. Yeah. What's going on? What a twat. <laughs> and then you've been very generous with the face ripped off. <laughs> Someone threw a pizza at him. A bit of food colouring. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Christina and Vanessa are now standing at the side of the road, handing out flyers and telling people to stay out of the water. <laughs> so, what they're actually handing out, what I noticed in this scene, was uh, sheets of paper where one side was blank 
and the other seemed to be some sort of report or bank statement. <laughs> so, you know, you know when you accidentally print something or you don't need something anymore and you're trying to help the environment, so you have it as a bit of scrap paper so you can use the blank side. That's what they're handing out to people. <laughs> So please look at my bank statements. Get out of the water. I, I love the fact. Turn around. It was like, what is this? It's like a bank statement. <laughs> Terms and conditions apply. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that all the the stuff that they give out to warn people about what's in the water is just been clearly just done on word with like like Ariel seventy two. Like this, there's no. Artistic license thrown in there. It's just you know bold letters. <laughs> it should definitely you know catch people's attention. But it really doesn't explain it either. It's like, do not go in the water. It's dangerous. Okay. Like, thank you, random ladies. On the side of the road. I'll definitely believe you. Yeah. Be more specific. Yeah. But they dress like they're going to the beach as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we're dressed like we're going to go and have a great time on the beach. Fuck you, stay off the beach. Yeah, stay off the beaches. I'm going to have a great time there. <laughs> but yet again, apparently the signs work because you never see any fucker on the fucking beach. <laughs> we, um, we don't get another clone show up dressed as a security guard. Um, and Vanessa tells him that she saw a sea monster and that's why they're handing out papers. Before her and Christina storm off. This is her fella. Is that him? Yeah, she storms off because her fella don't believe her. <laughs> I, could, I could not tell the guys. I really <laughs> couldn't. They were so generic looking. They really yeah. were. So Clint Jefferson and Frank are watching a guy do an autopsy on one of the corpses. What's the eats a sandwich? Um, Clint is not bothered by the autopsy, but as soon as the guy bites into a sandwich, he's nearly thrown off. Okay. What, why, is, why is a mate? Why is a mate and a property designer sitting yeah. in on an autopsy? <laughs> is what I want to know. They're always there as well. Yeah. Ah, oh, excellent! Another autopsy. Fantastic. As a mayor, I've got nothing else better to do except watch the autopsy of, you know, I can't, I can't think. My brain's gone dead. <laughs> no wonder the date of the mall changes from summer to fucking know, yeah. autumn, autumn to the next year. Because yeah. be watching people getting their fucking autopsies. Well, we know this was an aquanoid attack. Do you know how we know this? How do we know this? It's six centimeters wide. This is an aquanoid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the attacks, the injuries are the same as sixteen years ago. <laughs> Yeah, Frank wants the guy doing the autopsy to, to start making the uh, corpses disappear or pretend that they're in boating accidents. And he does this by giving a really weird threat. He's like, it's too bad. I kind of liked your ex-wife. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> they're insinuating that the coroner killed his wife. Oh, is that what? Oh, yeah. oh I, think I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're uh, like ex-wife. I quite liked. I think they've they've covered up him killing his wife. Okay. Well, Clint shouts in his face, "Boating accident!" <laughs> and yeah. then, <laughs> yeah, because then they they said boating accident, and then he said that the the guys because they had to be in second autopsy, they wouldn't believe that you know it was a boating accident because yeah. of the injuries. So then they said, "We'll make the corpses disappear, and we'll still have them as missing." 
but then finished the conversation shouting boating accident in his face. <laughs> which one is it? Which, which one? Where are we going with this? Well, whatever it is, the doctor is fuming and calls them cracker ass crackers. Big burn. Yeah. Well, um, cracker ass cracker, you wouldn't really hear come from a, a white guy's mouth, would you? <laughs> so I don't know if this if the, it was written for someone else to play the part and then they sort of dropped out and they had to get some random dude to play and they're like, we'll keep that in, we'll keep that in, it's fine, no one will notice. No one will ever watch this film. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. yeah. Um, the doctor puts on some cheery, royalty-free music and pours himself a drink before soaring into the corpse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You've done that disjustice. Oh, okay. The coroner puts on circus music <laughs> and drinks a large whiskey from a vase. How fucking big was that glass? It was a vase. Everyone's just seasoned drinkers, and that guy drinking like five liters of whiskey. So this guy drinking like a vase. It is literally a vase full of whiskey. <laughs> we'll just drink from the bottle for fuck's sake. He's poured pretty much three quarters of this bottle into a fucking vase. So we can drink. <laughs> In a bizarre series of events, uh, we're introduced to Deborah, Frank's daughter. Um, oh. She wants some money from her dad uh, for stuff for the party. <laughs> this isn't really a party, they're just sitting on the beach for a bit. <laughs> but, but anyway, but anyways, I digress. Um, <laughs> Frank says, I don't want any alcohol at the party. We don't want to have to pump your stomach out again. <laughs> And then yeah. the doctor bad enough. Cliff Jefferson. Yeah. Don't embarrass me in front of the property designer. <laughs> Cliff Jefferson says, Your little girl's looking fine. You're still porking her. Yeah. What the fuck? Cash, are you still fucking your own daughter? <laughs> just like just to throw that out. <laughs> And Frank, he doesn't really care. He's like, ha, 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 you son of a bitch. That's it. Yeah. He, he doesn't give a shit. He's been accused of fucking his own daughter. I'm assuming yeah. he did then. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It's probably like the autopsy. It's probably, oh, it's all for a good course. <laughs> it's for the shopping centre. It's all for the sake of a mall. <laughs> um, we're then introduced to the best character in the film. Um, Are we? Courtney. Courtney McClure. Hi, this is Courtney McClure with the hard-boiled news. Hard-boiled news is fucking stupid. Courtney, uh, Courtney is like a budget Gail Weathers who looks a bit like Lisa Scott Lee. Who can't blink. Oh. Yeah. Because she, she's on camera. She's just like, her eyes are just like <laughs> like ping-pong balls. And it's just like, it's just like please blink. <laughs> it's true. She never blinks, and no. she's always well. No, actually, she's not always reporting for hardball news, is she? No, but her dialogue is always um, <laughs> delivered as if being read off a like a large sign. <laughs> you know that story, like Marlon Brando, where they had to hide his script in places on the Godfather set. Her delivery is like that, but it's as if she can't really read it very well, so it's coming out very stilted. 
Like she's doing the world a good deed, and she's telling them that there's a half man, half fish creature called the Aquanoid on the loose. Uh, it gives us the entire backstory. <laughs> gives us the whole plot. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, asks if it will be another cruel summer, thanks to the Banana Armor reference yeah. there. Courtney. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, is this set in 1987? She interviews Jackson, who's still shitting himself. Um, and she's basically like, okay, Aquanoids, where's your receipts? Where's your receipts? <laughs> Essentially, where's your receipts? So where, where's your proof that there's Aquanoids? And he, he talks shit about the town covering it all up. And he's like, go and speak to Frank. And Frank is fuming. But he agrees to have an interview, doesn't he? Yeah, so I've got a little star here as well. So then Jackson's acting is actually getting worse. Right? <laughs> He looks like he's growing a mullet. Have you noticed? It kind of like I was, I was looking at. It, I was like, is that a mullet? Is it like it's just? Is that he's, he's not aging? He's just gradually just his hair's just growing at the back longer and longer. <laughs> I thought I noticed that too, but I thought uh, it was just I thought I just forgot the previous scene. But no, he was his, his mullet was evolving. It was that entire film. <laughs> uh, maybe if this was going back to nineteen eighty seven. <laughs> Maybe they just forgot to put it. I'm like, um, also, I said, Courtney has a microphone. Why is she shouting? <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, Frank informs Courtney that they had a they have a lot of sightings and they call Lovers Cove the Loch Ness West. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> finger pistols. <laughs> See what you did there. Frank tells Courtney it's all bullshit and that he's building a shopping mall that'll be open in 2004. He is obsessed with this shopping mall. But he is. It's going to make him a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, that's it? true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Courtney says, that was Frank Walsh. Talent is not to worry. Aquanoids are only seen on t-shirts and in comic books. Or are they? <laughs> it's the oh. says, Thank you, Mayor Walsh. That was Mayor Frank Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> What, yeah, what, right. <laughs> what I loved about the mayor, he goes, do Aquanoids, they get, do the Aquanoids exist? And it's like, yes, they exist in my mind. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I'm starting to think You're Frank really? might be the real villain here, not, not the Aquanoids. They're just, uh, they're just trying to have a good time. They don't know no difference. <laughs> what I don't understand is he spends a lot of the film and a lot of energy on covering this up. Yeah. Um, but literally everyone that comes into contact with the Aquanoids is killed. Yeah. So he could have just put this energy into killing the Aquanoids. Because <laughs> apparently it don't take that much, as if you yeah. would find out in the end. Yeah. I want to see that sequel. <laughs> There was meant to be, actually, and the guy who did it wanted to make a sequel, but unfortunately it never happened. Okay, unfortunately. Fortunately for Chris. For, for, thankfully. Yeah. I mean, I'd have loved to have seen a sequel where Frank um, survives his uh, incident at the end and fights the Aquanoids. That's, that's the sort of film I need. I would only accept a sequel if the Aquanoids um, evolved into living on the land and they take <laughs> over the mall. <laughs> <laughs> They're running the entire thing. 
they, yeah. they opened up their own rivalry shopping mall over the other side. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> their own donut stores. <laughs> oh, return- fuck you, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that did like return- Is that not the shape of water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the shape of water. The shape of water. <laughs> um, where was I on my note? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Deborah asks if Vanessa and Courtney are going to the party later. I hear Roger's making his famous screaming orgasms. Oh, oh I see what you did there. <laughs> In one of the best arguments we've discussed on this podcast, um, the girls politely decline because uh, they have work to do. And they show her their flyers, which say, warning, dangerous waters, swim at your own risk. Yeah, so actual writing now, which is, which is nice. <laughs> but that's the word font. It's good to see. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to actually hand every single one. No. Dedication. No. no. Um, Christina, who just showed Deborah the warning flyers, tells Deborah they're not going to warn her about it, even though they just did, <laughs> and asks if she wants an open or closed casket. <gasps> Ooh. And <laughs> Deborah says, wow, I guess if I looked like you, I'd want it closed. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Deborah mocks them some more, and they say, we're doing some important stuff, if you could just move along. <laughs> I love I love they tell her to basically piss, uh, tell her to piss off, and then <laughs> what they do is they then go, oh, by the way, one more thing, and just yeah. throw like, a whole load of insults at her. I haven't finished insulting you, though. Go away. One second, you bitch. Deborah's like, you don't know what you're missing. And Christine says, not you, that's for sure. And oh, honey, one more thing. If that monster comes after you, be sure to use that stick up your ass to defend yourself. Oh! <laughs> and Vanessa joins in and says, yeah, but that's not all you're using that big stick for, am I right? <laughs> Please tell us, Vanessa, what is she using this big stick for? Yeah. <sighs> so they give each other a cool high five to celebrate. They do. Yeah. They're really pleased with themselves. Yeah. The library's officially closed. <laughs> <laughs> Frank finds the flyers and he's fuming, isn't he? Uh, yeah, is he? I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's hard to determine emotion in this film. Um, Xander, do you have anything about this next character, Jimbo, on his speed? Oh, oh my God, he's uh, he's crazy because he's basically like he's a he's a he's a Caucasian guy, but his accent crosses between Mexican and Texan. <laughs> And he refers to himself as Tasty Jimmy. <laughs> um, and then just 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 to add, just to throw in there this sort of like 1800s racially insensitive rice farmer Chinese hat. Yes! It's like, what's wrong with you? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, please get killed quickly. <laughs> Where would they have gotten that hat from? It's It's like they've gone out of their way to appropriate like yeah. no one would be randomly selling them in on a beach in california you've had to order that online or <laughs> just, I, I just I, the, I love the fact that he's wearing it the entire time like he's 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 on the he's on the boat and he's like he's putting his head in he's like no nah, if he's just like this fucking hat off i'm like <laughs> yeah. he just it's like it's made of straw. It will literally disintegrate. No, fuck it. I'm wearing it. <laughs> the part of who I am. Do you think instead of trying to be inclusive, they just had one white character say cracker? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and then we're like, well, we'll just give him one of these um, conical hats. And then we're like, well, that's done. Yeah, we're inclusive now. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he's got a funny way of trying to catch the acronoids. He just keeps taunting them and throwing meat into the water. Um, and that goes on for a very long time, doesn't it? Yeah, this is also another randomer that believes in the aquanoids <laughs> for some reason. Well, he thinks he's getting the money from the mayor, doesn't he? There's money that the mayor's <laughs> throwing out everywhere. Oh, no, no. Isn't this uh, Jackson that's throwing out money for a dead aquanoid? Oh, he thinks he's getting the 10 grand. 10 grand. Oh, okay. I'm assuming so. Oh, is that um, who he was? Is that who Tasty Jimmy was, the guy at the bar? I, see, that's the thing. He doesn't look like the guy at the bar. No, he doesn't. But I'm assuming if he's trying to catch an aquanoid for money, it's not going to be from the mayor because the mayor's denying their existence. But he'd get if he got a dead one, it would be ten grand from Jackson. Oh yeah, that's true. But how does he know about this? Well, because Jackson's been spouting the same old shit for sixteen years. I suppose. <laughs> 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 It's taken him 16 years to finally go, you know, I should really go after the aquanoids now. Yeah, <laughs> this is my moment. This is it now. Yeah. Unless he's been trying for 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it That's a whole different thing. grand on a normal job. But... Yeah, yeah he's, he's actually, been, that's why his beard's so big. He's been there with that hat the whole time in that boat. Like, he's never left it. Um, Vanessa's being interviewed by Courtney and begs everyone to stay out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Courtney's... She certainly is. That is exactly what happened. Courtney's cameraman doesn't believe a word of what Vanessa says, but it was first class. And he hands Courtney the camera tape and says, don't lose this or I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Where does this violence come from? So rude. <laughs> That's not gonna get you your Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> also, an interview with a random bikini-clad woman <laughs> saying about talking about aquanoids is also probably not gonna get you an Emmy either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> Clinton and Frank, who are like two cartoon thieves at this point, um, when they just keep hiding behind trees and shit. Um, <laughs> Like, you do realise we need that tape. And Clint's like, oh, yes. So he follows Courtney into a bar. Um, Jimmy's still out on his boat talking shit. Um, and thinks he can see something talking on his string. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if they can't feel it, then... Uh... <laughs> the aquanoid finally shuts him off and pulls him underwater. And that's the oh, last we see. That is the last we see. I just love how he kept shoving his face under to see the aquanoids. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I can definitely see in water now I've got my yeah. hat on. If you were in shark infested waters, you wouldn't shove your head in to see like, oh, and, and, uh, you're a guy. Tasty Jimmy, no! <laughs> Vanessa gives Frank the really shitty picture of the aquanoids hand. <laughs> And uh, Frank tells her she needs to do better. So she does. That photo was terrible. <laughs> he says, if you'll excuse us, we have important city business to attend to. And she's like, oh, yeah? Whose turn is it to play the woman this time? Oh! Oh, she did that. 
Frank and the Cop, um, another clone, um, think that they should do something about Vanessa. And Frank thinks he's going to be a millionaire, just out of nowhere. <laughs> because of the mall. Because of the mall, obviously. But he, he doesn't even say that. He's just like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Um, Clint introduces himself to Courtney at the bar. Oh, and God. This is some bizarre editing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> bizarre shit. Um, we get quick flashes <laughs> to them having sex in the dirtiest looking bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Are they on it's the some... toilet? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> get some sif on that. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourself a bit of a clean up, for fuck's sake. Was the <laughs> lid up on the toilet? I don't know. Oh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't looking. No. <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't want to uh, overanalyze um, a masterpiece such as Aquanone. <laughs> yes. um, but surely if uh, the toilet lid was down, it would break. So it'd have to be up. Maybe it was like one of those pine ones, you know. <laughs> but I'm just thinking, if his trousers are down and he's on the toilet... Yeah, you know, accidents can happen. Yeah, but everyone yeah. is, you know, <laughs> when I was shit whilst you're having a shag, would you? <laughs> Unless you're Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's like it. It's probably why it's so messy in there. <laughs> but um, Courtney's talking dirty. And she's like, How corrupt is the mayor, huh? How corrupt is the mayor? Tell me about the aquanoids. <laughs> Interviewing her whilst he's inside her. <laughs> it's also it's the most insincere. It's like, Tell me about the aquanoids. She's like, yeah, you're really going for it. Having a whale of the time. How corrupt is the mayor? This definitely is. I'm definitely not trying to get information out of you. <laughs> she gives him some lotion and tells him to finish himself off. Um, Vaseline, isn't it? Vaseline. They call it lotion, but it's Vaseline. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so she leaves, and he. No, she goes in the shower. Oh, she goes in the shower. Yeah, it's because this toilet has a shower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that's in the bar, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. Is yeah. it the bar? The bar has a shower. <laughs> Apparently. She gets in the shower. So she's for got Jackson. her car on for the <laughs> whole thing. And then we get a flash of her breasts when she's getting in the shower. So I don't know if they use a body double or not. Maybe. Maybe. Do you think they can afford a body double? <laughs> <laughs> it was probably just the same woman from the beginning. That's uh, yeah, why that's you can true. see her face. Um, so he's uh, stealing the tape from a handbag, and whilst he does it, he says, "God damn it, baby, that lotion's good. I'm coming, baby, I'm coming." <laughs> <laughs> and he's pretending to wank with his hand. She can't yeah. fucking see yeah. you. Yeah, she can't see you. What are you doing? But then he bounces like jangling as he's yeah. pulling his trousers down. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, the tape goes nowhere. We, we, we never hear about this tape ever again. No, we don't, no, no. <laughs> Courtney never mentions it. But then we go back in time, because Christina is now showing Vanessa the design for the flyers. Oh, my God, don't even... No, these are different <gasps> oh. flyers. Do you know why they're different flyers? Because they don't say warning enough. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but also because these are landscape. <laughs> and these are portraits. She's them up. I love it's like how they're like... um. What do you think of this? Yeah, you know, like, oh yeah, that's really good. It's just text. Let's not fuck around here. That's just literally text on paper. That's, that, that's all. That is. Oh, that's a masterpiece. I love what you've done with it. What do you think? What do you think? Amazing. Yeah. The word art would have been nice. Yeah. A little, uh, 
clip art in the <laughs> bottom right hand corner of a wave or something or a little well, picture of an aquanoid. She fixes it up like, oh, it's really good. And then, like, she, I don't know what happens, but like within like a really short space of time, she's completely reworked. Gone, oh, yeah, that's really good. Piece of shit. Let me go fix yeah. this. But you had to show that when they leave, like, it's some sort of big reveal. There's like a massive zoom up. This really colourful version of it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that a bumper sticker? Yeah, it looked like it. Yeah, I thought it was a bumper sticker. Like, but look, it's still on the computer. They've made a bumper sticker and put it on the back of their scooter. Or <laughs> <laughs> not to go in the water. Um, the cop, the cop that wants to uh, kill Vanessa shows up, uh, offers to help him and takes Vanilla. Uh, vanilla? Who the fuck's Vanilla? Vanilla. Yeah. Vanessa. Vanilla rice. Yeah. Vanessa. <laughs> takes Vanessa. Vanilla. That's probably why you're getting confused. The he, best takes... cop. What's Sorry, the mayor was um li- uh, the um uh, the mayor paid the cop a hundred quid uh, sorry a hundred dollars just to yeah. basically kill this woman. He's like, yeah, dollars, no worries, don't even worry about it. Yeah, crazy. It's, it's disturbing what he's willing to do for a hundred dollars. Like, yeah, it's not a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> cheapest hitman in the world. So he takes um, Vanessa out to uh, to show for her to show him where she saw the acronoid. And he says he's going to use his GPS to mark the territory. And it's another landline phone. <laughs> <laughs> so he puts the landline down and then he starts strangling her. Um, she pokes him in the eyes. From behind. From behind. From behind. From behind. She, she pokes him in the eyes, kicks him in the face, says, take that shithead. He grabs her boobs. She grabs his dick, uh, makes it bleed, kicks his ass. And literally, and uh, sends him flying into the water and says, You're lucky you caught me on a good day, cocksucker. I mean, what what I didn't understand is it looked like she kind of grips his dick, but in another shot, it looks like he's bleeding from the nipples. And I didn't didn't (laughs) understand that. I was like, That isn't how anatomy works. (laughs) What what an action scene! It's uh, oh, it's incredible. Oh, there isn't it? It's one of the best again. So so potential murder um, on the uh, ocean, and no one's around to see any of it. Well, yeah, there was July the fourth. No one. There were two boats. If you look, if it, when they were paddling off, there were literally like two massive boats right behind them. So all these people are just going, "Oh look, cops murdering some woman." Oh, yeah, down. his dick bleeding. There's nipples. Maybe he had his nipples pierced as well. Maybe. <laughs> So, yeah, he gets killed by an acronoid, so that's another clone gone. Um, yeah, and it, about. every single person in this film that we've seen even touch the water has been chased, <laughs> killed, or attacked by an acronoid, <laughs> and yet they're still managing to cover it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Vanessa goes to get Christina and says, it's time to put some foot to ass. Um, get another great scooter riding scene. Oh, but they kick over that bin, which is like the budget, (laughs) like going for a fruit stand. They're like, well, we can't really afford that or that breakable glass. You know, I could kick over a bin. (laughs) Environmentalist. Yeah. (laughs) Who's going to pick up on that? Me. (laughs) 20 years later, almost. Hope there's no mercury in that bin. So uh, um, they go to... Jackson's house, which looks like a fucking shithole. 
Did you have your notes about his house? It's something you normally notice. Uh, no, I think I'd given up by this point. <laughs> you go to his house, um, and he's still whinging about Akron, or still shitting himself. He's been going on for a long time. I suppose he's got anything left in him by this point. Um, <laughs> Vanessa shows him the picture, and it's completely different. Mm. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's not the hand. I like <laughs> doing on the computer. Yeah. What, what do you think to this? <laughs> the, the film just showed us the wrong thing. <laughs> um, and now in a bizarre series of events, we get Deborah, her friend Julie, and their nineties boy band boyfriends Chad and Roger. Oh my god! Complete with <laughs> Oakleys. I mean, I just say the, the the girls in it kind of look like they they should have been in shampoo. Like the yeah. 90s. <laughs> Everyone just looks super nineties, and I yeah. keep I keep forgetting that it's supposed to be like the two thousands. I'm just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the the most nineties thing in this scene was definitely um, was it? Ch- yeah, Chad's uh, bandana he was wearing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these style icons are on the beach, um, laughing about Vanessa and discussing how they should have. A water-based horror movie marathon with films like Jaws, Leviathan, Deep Star Six, and something with tentacles. Yeah. It's one of those self-aware sort of like horror conversations that you know that the writers have just put in and it's just really obvious and kind of really embarrassing. Um, <laughs> like when they sleep, when they start banging on about like how great black metal is, this, this was basically... <laughs> The Aquanoid version. I was just like, yeah. oh my God, please stop. <laughs> yeah, you, you know the writer's like, oh yeah, this is just like Scream. This is so meta. <laughs> just like yeah, if, if we mention these films, then they'll know we're deliberately trying to be shit. <laughs> yeah. It's all deliberate. It's all deliberate. <laughs> it's a comedy, honestly. <laughs> um, Julie wants to know if any of them... Have... Now, Julie is a very young girl. She could be in her early 20s. Uh, it's 2003. She's like... Oh, has anyone seen any of those cheesy Italian knockoffs? Has she seen those cheesy yeah. Italian knockoffs? Yeah. <laughs> She's a big cruel Jaws fan. She... <laughs> she... <laughs> who was it who said, oh yeah, it was um, Roger. Uh, he's like, Alligator 2 is the best all-time movie right there. Of all so, time. Of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Roger. Tip my eye. <laughs> Roger, the alligator two stan, uh, goes out into the water with his rubber boat. And uh, Clint is spying on Vanessa, Courtney and Jackson, loading up the truck and thinks it's like Rambo. Uh, He then pops out from behind a tree and we get a a very short shootout between him and Jackson. Yeah. Do you have anything down about that, see? No. Just like that. That's it. Short short and sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Jackson gets in the car and they drive off. Um, the Alligator 2 stand um, shouts a really lovely song. Did anyone get that down? No, I didn't get that at all. He's singing about uh, row, row, row your dick. <laughs> um, take it out and take a piss. Take merrily, out. merrily, merrily, life is but a scream. <laughs> <laughs> Poetry. Yeah. Do you think that's down to the writers or do you think he did that on the spot? Um, well, I, I think the whole of the film was written on the spot. So, <laughs> I mean, there's no difference between the two. Well, I mean, this had this next line of dialogue had to be written in advance. 
Uh, it's one of the best lines of dialogue in the film. And it's that little bitch Deborah again. Uh, she's like, that chick Vanessa is such a stuck-up bitch. I bet she takes dick up every hole. <laughs> Surely if you were stuck up, you wouldn't take dick in any hole. <laughs> Surely that's the opposite. Yeah. Well, she takes it in every hole, apparently. In every hole. <laughs> All of them. Ears <laughs> locked. <laughs> Human <Nostrils>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Julie takes a bikini top off. Um, as Jess goes skinny dipping, Deborah looks disgusted at this and says she'll give it a miss because she wants to find the sandals that she lost on the beach the other day. Oh, they're gone. It's all, <laughs> it's the, I'm sorry, it's the rule of the sea. You, you, all you need to do is put something down, look away for two seconds, it's gone. Just a <laughs> ball. Did you not see the aquanoids earlier in the film wearing sandals? Uh, oh, shit, it's stolen. It's stolen. Jackson style. Um, Instead of finding a sandal, she finds a corpse. And <laughs> does she? I'm well. A foot. Well, she finds a foot. She finds a foot, a bloody foot. Now, I, I thought I made this up, so I got really confused. But I'm sorry, <laughs> carry on. I just, I'm um, glad well, this happened. After that scene, uh, Julie's bikini top magically reappears. Yeah. <laughs> She's wearing it again now. And she gets killed by an acronoid, as does Chad, or so we think. Um, and uh, Roger now, he, he's really drunk. Oh, where's that fucking acronoid? Uh, and he takes a drunk nap and gets killed. Chad walks up to Deborah and dies. And now the corpse of, I think it's the cop, appears randomly next to her and gives her a jump scare. Yeah. So, so Deborah <laughs> returns after finding the bloody fur or hand or whatever. Um, and she returns to them and says, what's all this screaming about? <laughs> You're the one that was screaming. Yeah. You've just found part of a dead body. Whose body? Was it established whose body it was? Was it the surfer? Was it... No, because then... Well, no, I suppose the surfer had an autopsy, didn't yeah. he? I'd assume it's um, cultural appropriation. J Jimmy? Oh, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Tasty Jimmy. Yes, Tasty Jimmy. Which is a shame, because we only got to see his foot. That's not the most exciting part of Jimmy. It's his hat and his uh, beard. Oh, the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually looks slightly different. But those are his else. character traits. Why did we not see those? <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, she gets a jump scare, and she gets dragged into the water by the acronoid. Um, Deborah then walks out onto the road um, whilst Jackson and the girls arrive at the beach. Jackson shoots the corpses for a bit um, and tells the girls he can't believe the acronoids made it to Lover's Cove. Why can't he believe that? That's He's all that's the one. only place that they would seem to attack. Yeah. 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 He's been telling them about for 16 years. How did the dude on the dinghy get to shore so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> He was, like, way out yeah. in the ocean. He should have been, like, down the other end of the beach. But maybe the Aquanoid just brought him back. He's like, that's nah, yours. Fuck <laughs> I don't want him. We don't want him. He likes alligator, too. How dare you? Aquanoid is the best. <laughs> horror film. Uh, Roger tells the girls he needs them to get it together. I mean, they've had it together the whole film. They have, actually. <laughs> Jackson's doing fuck all. Fucking Vanessa killed someone. Yeah. 
<laughs> she, she gripped someone's genitals so hard that they started bleeding. That his nipples started bleeding. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> he gives Christina a gun and a camera and tells her to be strong before giving Vanessa a gun with an explosive tip um, before reassuring them that he'll be okay. How, like, the amount of weapons that he has is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I love in his house. His house is a total shithole, but he can afford to put up a 10 grand ransom. He can afford a massive semi-automatic weapon, explosive yeah. tip harpoons. This guy's going to Where's he getting this money from? <laughs> He's probably blowing it all on big boy pants or whatever. <laughs> then he also has 10 grand yeah, to give yeah. to anyone who finds the yeah. And he's buying whiskey by the bottle. <laughs> yeah, five litre ones, no less. Yeah. So, do you think he's got his own shopping mall somewhere? He might. So apparently, that makes you might. Oh, there's going to be three shopping malls in the sequel. There's going to be his one, Frank's one, and uh, the Aquanoids one. <laughs> so, the um, security guard, cop guy, whoever the fuck this one is, finds Deborah on the side of the road. That's Vanessa's boyfriend. Is it? Yes. Okay. He takes her to the doctor. Um, Deborah's now naked and screaming, and in a scene that is taken directly from humanoids from the deep, uh, she gives birth to an aquanoid and dies. Oh my god, yes. And it, it looks like a, a chest burster from, yeah. um, from Alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I should say, taken from humanoids from the deep, which was also taken from Alien. Okay. <laughs> um, but then she, there's very like close-ups of her chest yeah. and her face whilst this is happening. Yeah. Um, She's topless. Yes, yeah. topless for some reason. But then she, um, she's like, like moving a lot as well. Yeah. So the camera's just sort of like focusing on her breasts, like yeah. flopping around. I love the um, fact. That... I was trying to be nice about that, but the tits are just like flopping around. What what I loved as well is the person like the person who's helping deliver the child is also the same guy who was doing the autopsy because <laughs> <laughs> that's the only one with like medical experience on the entire uh, island. Jack of all trades. He's just like and apparently he's just like this woman's giving birth. Quick, take the top off immediately. <laughs> Where is he getting this medical knowledge from? <laughs> Well, the, um, we all know the genitals and the nipples are linked. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. They come out of either of them. I don't know which one. Well, whilst the uh, whilst Vanessa's boyfriend's taking a while killing the Akron, standing on it, uh, the doctor spends about 20 minutes feeling Deborah's chest up to see if she's still alive. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I need to keep the scene going and be a method. Uh, honestly, it, keep running, keep, keep rolling the camera. Extremely mild CPR. Yeah. <laughs> Just in circles. <laughs> yeah. um, Doctor tells uh, Vanessa's boyfriend that it's not an aquanoid; it's a deformed child. <laughs> Apparently, and... one in five uh, million children is it like a mer child. Yeah. yeah just... <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, oh my god, did I just kill a child?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, he just killed a child. So, <laughs> yeah. So Vanessa's boyfriend is a bit suspect. He doesn't believe it. So he's like, "Okay." Seriously, I'm going to shoot you if you don't tell me what the fuck's going on. Um, and then the doctor immediately snitches about Frank and Clint's plan. And I know what you're thinking. Um, you know, we've got an autopsy scene, but where is where's Frank and Clint? I know. They yeah. show up. They, they show up. 
they need to be there for every autopsy. Yeah, so. they have to be there. So they knock uh, the doctor. Vanessa's boyfriend knocks the doctor out by hitting his back. Um, but then he's back up and running. Yeah, he makes a miraculous recovery very quickly. Yeah. He? Um, he's taking pictures of Deborah and the baby Aquanoid together. Yes. Um, <laughs> Still <laughs> me! <laughs> For the Aquanoid family photo album. Yeah. Um, and uh, Frank comes in, he's like, she's dead, Frank. I'm sorry. She died birthing an Aquanoid. <laughs> but then, after this serious line of dialogue, um, he starts waving the baby Aquanoid in Frank's face and is like, hey, where's your grandchild? Oh, hey. <laughs> Your daughter's dead. Look, he's a monster child. Wounded. (laughs) So Frank shoots him, uh, apologises to dead Deborah, and says it's all for a good course. Um, Shopping mall. (laughs) Just remind you, this is what this entire film is about, a shopping mall. Yeah, yeah. So whenever you go in a shopping mall from now on, just know someone gave birth to an aconoid and died just so you can go in there. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, Clint and Frank go after Vanessa's boyfriend. He, sh- he shoots Clint and well, Frank shoots him. This is my favourite scene of the film. Is it? Yeah, because it brings something new. I, the, I don't think I've ever seen in a film before. The triple split screen. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's groundbreaking. This film groundbreaking. is groundbreaking. <laughs> Some may say incoherent and hard to follow. I say groundbreaking. Um, <laughs> Brian De Palma ain't got nothing on this. Um, we get all three of them. <laughs> In quite close proximity, but though they decided to do a triple split screen, uh, we have them all shooting at each other. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> I like no one's noticed the fact the mayor's just like running around the place with like a hunting <laughs> rifle. Yeah. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Is um, it still the fourth of July? No one's picked up this. No. no? no. <laughs> yeah, there's two hundred fifty thousand tourists around, but none of them's yeah. seeing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's this parade? Is this parade the beach, still really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Clint gets killed, um, sadly, and. Uh, this leads to Christina pacing up and down the beach with a gun whilst Vanessa and Jackson go scuba diving. Um, a hand arrives on the beach and Christina takes a picture of it. She does. <laughs> Vanessa and Jackson leave the water only for Jackson to go back in on his own with a couple of friends on his belt. Who are his friends? Are they grenades? They are grenades. Well, I don't oh, that's where they came from because I had literally no clue. Someone, this, someone just had a grenade. I was like, "Where the fuck does this grenade come from?" He owns grenades as well. He, he owns okay. everything. What I don't understand is that the scene at the truck where Jackson gives the girls the weapons and the camera, and it's played out as if they're about to split up but they don't actually split up. They all end up in the same place anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he goes back into the water on his own, gives a little speech, but then Vanessa also goes back in Yeah. and saves his life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she shoots the Aquanoid with her um, explosive tip gun and uh, it explodes. And... In a terrible CGI explosion. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you call it CGI? I don't know what I you I don't mean. know what it was. Uh, it's like someone had literally just drawn pixels on the screen. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, they get out of the water uh, in a very sad moment uh, where she's like, whoa, we did it. We killed the acronoid. <coughs> Jackson, <laughs> Jackson's like, you're just like your mother. And uh, reveals that Vanessa is his daughter. Yeah, the big reveal. Didn't see that coming. Exactly what this film needed. A twist. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was like, what? Why do I, what do I, why does anyone care? Yeah, <laughs> what does this actually mean? He then says, your mother was an old-fashioned girl. Uh, we weren't married. She didn't want to tell you. Uh, <laughs> she weren't that old-fashioned when she was getting shagged in the ocean at the beginning of the film. By the guy in hush puppies and beaches. Exactly. <laughs> That one. The Jews stay on. That I'm <laughs> old-fashioned like that. I only shag you in the sea at night. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jackson allowed to watch? Yeah. <laughs> Is he going to shit himself? Well, yeah. He's Jackson. And I have another reveal for you, Vanessa. I've been shitting this entire time. I know. It's probably why her mum didn't tell her. Why don't you never say it? You dance the year. Uh, Incontinent one <laughs> <laughs> hangs around the bars. Constant ten like ain't fucking got collecting weapons. <laughs> yeah, so there's some really sad music, but it's interrupted by Christina going, "Hey, you all right?" Like, no, he's fucking dying. Can't you see that? Also, I'm sorry. Can I also ask on that same point? If this is 16 years, how old do we think Vanessa is? Early 20s? Is she supposed to be? I don't know how old she's supposed to be. I'm assuming she's gone through college and it's the late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So let's say uh, 26, 28. Um, So she would have only been like 10 when her mum died at the beginning. Yeah. That's why your mum didn't want to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, it's... uh... Check out all these people that you know could be your dad. I'm just yeah. on the beach, you know. But no, it's definitely not him. What you mean, the guy who hangs around and comes around every Christmas? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, totally not him. Is he the guy that's always watching outside the house with binoculars? Yeah. <laughs> well, why was he on that beach with the binoculars at the exact time that the father of his child is banging this other guy? This is a total cuck situation. <laughs> The guy with the ever-changing mullet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's not shitting himself, actually. It's like the Play-Doh. You know, when you squeeze it and it makes his mullet longer. (laughs) (laughs) So, Christina's grabbed by an acronoid and the boom mic makes an appearance at the top of the screen. My favourite character in the film. (laughs) Vanessa saves Christina by shooting the acronoid and then throws a grenade at it and gives Christina a piggyback to safety, which is literally just, um, what, a, about a second away from where the <laughs> asteroid actually is? Yeah, it's about two metres at best. <laughs> There's no way they avoided that explosion. Well, this, this is what got so confused about the grenades, because I like I, I completely must have missed the part where, you know, he's got the grenades. All I just saw is, like, Vanessa, like, suddenly pull this grenade out, or wherever, and just lob it. And I'm just like, where the hell is this grenade coming from? <laughs> So they they celebrate in slow motion, then they have a lie down on the beach. Also, Jackson's still dying um, over the other side of the beach. Yes. Um, and <laughs> and like, oh, you saved my life. Anytime, girlfriend. I, yeah, Jackson's still dying, by the way. 
but they don't have time to say. Oh, don't worry about me. Yeah. Internal <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> I'm covered in blood and shit. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> Frank tried shooting them, um, but is killed by Vanessa's boyfriend. And he says, look at you now, fucker. Yeah, what? He's dead. <laughs> yeah, what I don't get is why is he trying to kill them? What? What's What's the point? <laughs> They've just killed the Aquanoids, or just two of them. I don't. I don't know how many Aquanoids they were meant to be. Um, I'm assuming it's just one dude in one suit for the whole film. There's uh, no way they afforded more than one. No. no. <laughs> um, the girls celebrate again, and then they have a sit down on the beach um, with Vanessa's boyfriend whilst Jackson's still dying. And then for the final scene of the film, uh, Courtney has now had a costume change. Uh, she's serving a big red outfit. She is, compared to the ugly-ass brown one that she had. I forgot <laughs> to mention that. Um, but she certainly ain't wearing a, winning an Emmy with that fucking ugly-ass <laughs> pantsuit that she had on at the beginning. Um, she interviews Vernon Blackwell. How, how would you guys describe Vernon Blackwell? Oh my god! I, I, the thing is, when he just showed up, he just looked like they just got some guy from the street and said, "Like, just put these big shades on, and you, you're set." I've never had a day of acting in my life. Don't worry about it; you'll be fine. You look a little like Charles Bronson. Do you want to come be in a film? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's the local district attorney. Yes. Um, and he says, once the bodies are found, they'll, they'll find out they were, they're probably just drowned. Um, but Courtney asks if it could be a shark attack. And Vernon says, yeah, it could be the case. I mean, the shark could have got disorientated and wandered into the cove. That's probably what happened. <laughs> oh, case <okay>. closed. <laughs> yeah. But there's, he says that four young people are still missing. Yeah. We saw their fucking bodies on the shore. <laughs> Where did Where's they the... go? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Courtney tells us that she won't stop until she finds the answers. And we're showing a bit of tinfoil in the water <laughs> with a tinfoil baby aquanoid inside it. And that is the end of the film. <laughs> That's I aquanoids. Won't, <laughs> I won't stop fucking property developers until I have all the answers. <laughs> yeah. Courtney <laughs> McClure. <laughs> so, um, closing thoughts on aquanoids. Also, wasn't there a really clear picture of the aquanoids that um, she showed to show to Jackson? Yeah. Where's that picture gone? Why can't they use that? The same place as the tape of her interview that just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, obviously, cinematic masterpiece um, with uh, a real strong message. What's the message? Um, it's, it's consumerism and uh, helping the environment um, and um, beach babes and... False advertising. I think the big message is false advertising. I was promised monsters and naked and, babes. And naked babes. I, I saw, took away. I took yeah, dicks and nipples are completely attached. Yeah. If you crush one, you literally like bleed, squirt blood out of your nipples. <laughs> Highly informative. Uh, yeah. So, uh, are you looking forward to revisiting that at some point, Chris? No. <laughs> no. No. I'm good, thank you. I, 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 We've seen enough aquanoids. What does aquanoids mean, by the way? I don't uh, know, but there is a film that 
that comes after called demonoids which i think i don't know if it's actually physically related uh, related but i do know that i think vanessa is in it we watched a trailer for that didn't we ah, on the hardcore yeah um other attractions yeah so on the dvd it says other attractions and it has the dvd covers for other releases mm. uh but you can only actually select a few of them to watch the trailers the others are just like <laughs> just posters but because there's so many on one screen it's hard to tell what they're actually called <laughs> or what they are I like, did you um did you know the mayor was in batman the night no I yeah he I, lo I looked him up he's um he was just basically some guy the joker kills um but yeah he was actually in like the tim burton batman and he's like the only one who's like really ever done anything afterwards or before i should say and afterwards Oh, I hope Jackson, I hope he makes a career resurgence. No. <laughs> Just, a walk front. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's Aquanoids. <laughs> um, if uh, you've seen Aquanoids, tell us on social media. We're Horrorcult Trash over on Facebook and Instagram and Horrorcult Trash on Twitter. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. If you listen on iTunes, like and follow on Epic House. I'm Dead at Gaz92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram, and GazCruz92 on Twitter. I'm Chris Barker823 on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. And Xander, where can we find you on social media? Uh, I'm under Xanderphobic on Instagram, and that's, I think, all I'm using at the moment. I think my Twitter is pretty much dead. <laughs> How I'm sorry. You find your, uh, your art Instagram. <clears throat> that's under Xanderphobic Art. Cool. So everyone, go and check that out. Uh, Xander, you have been an amazing guest. Yes, thank privileged you to much. have you on. It's an honour, honestly. I love hearing you guys uh, with your stuff. So thank you, thank you. Not a problem. So next week, what are we next discussing? week? Please we explain. are celebrating rest this year's WrestleMania, and we will be watching uh, the 2000 David Arquette vehicle ready to rumble, the film that led. David Arquette to become WCW heavyweight champion. Xander, <laughs> have you had the privilege of watching Ready to Roll? My jaw. I've had to cover my mouth because my jaw was like this. <laughs> like, literally just hit the floor. I didn't even know this existed. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so in the dying days of WCW, they decided to put the belt on David Arquette. <laughs> And we shall be discussing that next week. Oh, my cool. God. <laughs> so we will see you same time, same place next week. Bye.